the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I am not someone well-versed in the comedy of uh, Dave Chappelle. I'm familiar with who Dave Chappelle is. Uh, Remember when comedians just told jokes and uh, stayed out of political issues? I remember when I was a kid, there was a comedian who was like never on TV anymore, but I heard about him, Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce was a guy who was marginalized by the uh, comedy and entertainment world because he got too political. And then we just had, you know, comedians who do observational humor, comedians like Jay Leno and Jerry Seinfeld. There used to be a lot of comedians. Now comedians are rare. And the comedians who make a living as a comedian are um, those who, you know, you have to talk about the things that I think we'd like to escape from if you go to a comedy show. But Dave Chappelle is a talented guy, and Dave Chappelle's a guy who hasn't bent to cancel culture, and Dave Chappelle had the uh, audacity to uh, support J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter books, when she said that, yeah, there are two genders. So this makes Dave Chappelle controversial, that he believes there are two genders, that gender is a fact. So this birthed a big protest from people who work at Netflix who are transgender, and now Dave Chappelle is back addressing the Fuhrer over his initial Fuhrer, which was birthed by his comments that, yes, gender is real. Uh, Here is what he has said most recently in his uh, most recent uh, five-minute video on Instagram. To the transgender community, I am more than willing to give you an audience, but you will not summon me. I am not bending to anyone's demands. Uh, Nor should he. He's making a lot of money, making a lot of money for Netflix. But I wonder if he'll stay on Netflix. I wonder if they will bend to the woke mob and decide that even though they make a ton of money off Dave Chappelle specials, The money's not worth the grief they get for putting him out there. Now, this is the big, hot battleground, the next battleground in Ohio. And I'm going to try to knit this to something that was said the other night at the Republican Leadership Forum and how we get to a point where it's controversial for a comedian to say, yeah, I believe gender's a real thing. There are men and there are women. How we get to a point where we have actual politicians in our country Editorial page writers today in the dispatch. Pastors at Covenant Presbyterian Church in Upper Arlington advocating for the position that it is loving, appropriate, and yes, even Christ-like to allow biological men to entertain and affirm them in their delusion that they are 
women because they feel like a woman, because they wear a dress or because they want to, or to entertain and affirm in their delusion, biological women who similarly believe they are men. They were born in the wrong body. Okay, let me give you my position on this, and let me tell you how we got here. No human being should be subjected to violence or hateful language because of a mental illness. And that is what transgenderism is. It is a mental illness. It is a disconnect between your biological reality and your psychological awareness or your psychological reality, okay? It is not any different. I've said before it was not my analogy originally, but I think it's the most appropriate. It's no different than an anorexic person who looks in the mirror and sees a fat person. They're not fat. They think they're fat. Ergo, they are fat. Ergo, they purge. They binge. They starve themselves, whatever. There is, it is a sad mental issue. The reason that I believe that, the reason that I believe that is because I believe in a sovereign God who has authority over the entire universe, who created us all in his own image. And that does not mean that women are not created in his image. But it does mean that a sovereign God is not a fallible God. A sovereign God is not a God who makes mistakes and creates Joe, meaning to create Joanne. Okay? That just does not happen. So that is why I do not adhere to the transgender ideology. So the other night at the Republican Leadership Forum, we have the one outlier candidate in the half dozen most likely um, successors to Rob Portman, Matt Dolan, who Matt Dolan wants to be the Rob Portman successor. So do the other five. He's the only one of the six who wants to and would tell you he wants to govern like Rob Portman to legislate like Rob Portman. He thinks Rob Portman is the absolute template for what he would strive to be as a U.S. senator. And in that vein, I think Matt Dolan lost the crowd at Genoa, and I think he's not going to inspire much enthusiasm in the state of Ohio as a Senate candidate because every time he was asked the other night about transgenderism or gay rights or anything like that, whether it was in the protect giving transgender people and uh, homosexuals protect have have give them protection as a protected class like uh, race and other things are Matt Dolan made that issue about jobs he made it about jobs he said well you don't want to make it I'm paraphrasing but this was the gist of his comments at least as I gathered them you don't want to introduce any legislation in the state of Ohio that would make it harder for someone to work you know, you don't want to keep a transgender man, a transgender woman from being a server in a restaurant, even though, yes, I'll confess, that cr- totally creeps me out when I've had that happen to me. Because it, when my kids were little, like, Dad, why is that guy wearing a dress? And it's like just not a conversation I was prepared to have when we take our family out to dinner at a, what we thought was a nice family, innocent family restaurant. Okay. So Matt Dolan makes it about jobs. It's not about jobs. And here's why it's not about jobs. Because remember when the controversial battle was about giving domestic partners health benefits? Like a gay man works at Ohio State. 
He lives with his gay partner. They're not husband and wife because they're not married because they couldn't be married. But it was about domestic partners. Like, just give domestic partners health care benefits. That's all we want as the gay lobby. Then we'll be happy, right? Give us health benefits. Recognize us as domestic partners. And so, to fight against that was either a battle we didn't want to engage in or certainly was one we didn't win because that went through. And now that's no longer controversial. And then it became, well, you know, now that you recognize that they're the same as a spouse, then they ought to be able to be married. And we either didn't want to engage or didn't do it effectively, and we lost that battle. And now gay marriage is a thing. Barack Obama originally would not embrace gay marriage in 2008. He did not embrace gay marriage. But then, of course, it became fine for him to do so. And now that is not a controversial position. We have moved from a point where even a radical like Barack Obama, the first time he ran for president, could not admit that he favored gay marriage to the point in America now where it's hateful if you would even suggest that anywhere other than a station owned by Salem Media. And so, do you see the cultural creep? Like, I picture this as a ball rolling out of control, but it didn't start rolling out of control. It started on a very, very, almost imperceptible decline of culture, barely moving barely moving, but then it gathered speed as it went from domestic partner benefits to gay marriage to drag queen story hour to, hey, transgenderism. And I remember as recently as 2016 when I changed jobs and I suddenly was confronted with a story of a biological boy competing in sports, and I would read terms like transgender boy, transgender girl, and I'm like, so I don't even understand what that is. Like, is that like a transgender boy? Is that like a biological boy? Is that like a biological girl? Is that somebody who's had a sex change operation? Like, And honestly, I'm still not 100% versed on all the nuances, because when I hear non-binary and this, that, and the other, but do you see where we've gotten because we didn't take a firm stand when something was starting to roll out of control. So when Matt Dolan says, ah, I don't, I'm not going to fight that fight. It's about jobs. Uh, get him get in there. Get him working. Oh, it's good for Ohio. No, it's not about jobs, Matt Dolan. And if you think it is, you're not a senator that's going to represent the views of the people who were in that room the other night. Because... Compromising, and this is the way it works at every avenue of life, one little tiny compromise leads to a point at some point in time where you slap yourself in the head, you bang the bottom of your palm into your forehead, and you go, how in the world did we get here? And the answer is never the last compromise. That's just the most recent one. It's always because of the first of a thousand tiny steps that you took way back when or that you permitted way back when or that you allowed way back when because then it just didn't seem like a fight worth fighting. But what do I always say about the left? They never, ever stop to hold a victory party. Ever.
They're always pushing, always advancing, always escalating. And that's why Matt Dolan gave the wrong answer the other night to that question. And that's why we have boys in skirts raping freshman girls in bathrooms in Loudoun County, Virginia. And that's why I fight against transgender bathrooms at Upper Arlington and why I have probably a bunch of woke UA people right now going, he said transgender bathrooms. Yes, I did, because that's the way that people can understand what I'm talking about. Because it's all ultimately an abomination to a sovereign God, because by advocating for such positions, you are making yourself God and denying his sovereignty, which as much as I would passionately argue against it because I'm vehemently opposed to it, it is something that I fear not just for the people who will be victimized by it, but really fear for you because it is a horribly bad choice with eternal consequences. So we will talk at the top of the hour, just after the top of the hour, with Liz Easton, who is a candidate for school board in the Upper Arlington School District. Uh, Her passions are maybe a little bit different than mine, but I've talked to her. I uh, find her story interesting as to why she decided to run for school board. And I believe that uh, she is someone worthy of your consideration. And so we will give Liz a chance to introduce herself to you, you voters in Upper Arlington who may be troubled about the uh, fact that your district willfully, knowingly, and brazenly violated state building code by hoping it could ask for permission, or rather, excuse me, hoping they could ask for forgiveness rather than permission to remodel your elementary schools and build a new high school with bathrooms that had no designation male and female. Except, of course, for the bathrooms where the public comes in to go to the gym and go to the auditorium because they know that Upper Arlington moms are not going to put up, nor should they ever be asked to put up, with men in the same restroom. But the kids who go to school there, now they're kids, and besides, they don't know what's good for them, so we're going to put them in bathrooms with other students, whether they're male or female. By the way, I lauded 10TV.com. For doing a story with five or six Upper Arlington students saying how horrific the bathrooms are. And I noticed something. When you go to 10TV.com to find that story now, you cannot find it. It is not there. It has been scrubbed off the website. Now, that tells you how powerful the woke lobby is in Upper Arlington. The power wielded by Paul Imhoff, the superintendent, and his acolytes on the board and among administration and the powerful connected people in UA were able to get to somebody at 10 TV and get that story scrubbed off the website. I mean, because, you know, who really cares if the bathrooms have broken locks and a student says that she walked in on a boy and a girl doing what boys and girls should not be doing in a school bathroom and that there were, uh, let's say, deplorable cleanliness conditions there. So, Uh, Interesting to me that that story is gone. And very troubling that a former president 
Barack Obama would go into Virginia and do what Barack Obama is so good at doing, wagging his finger at all of you who don't think like Barack Obama. Now, he's there because it is a uh, five-alarm emergency for Democrats that Terry McAuliffe has frittered away a strong lead for the governorship in a decidedly blue state because Terry McAuliffe made the mistake saying the quiet part out loud. Terry McAuliffe said that parents should have no input on the schooling of their kids. Parents should not be telling teachers what to teach, he said. Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, has called him out on that, and he has made the election in Virginia a very, very local election. You don't notice that Glenn Youngkin does not have Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, or anybody else in Virginia campaigning for Glenn Youngkin. Glenn Youngkin is campaigning for himself. But you'll notice that Terry McAuliffe has Stacey Abrams, the queen loser of the Democratic Party, herself an election denier. Well, she's embraced because she's on the right side of the aisle for such people to be embraced. Barack Obama, Jill Biden, greatest doctor next to Dr. Scholes and Dr. Pepper. And now Barack Obama. Now, Barack Obama is not a dumb person. Barack Obama most assuredly knows about the story in Loudoun County, Virginia, where a girl, freshman, was raped unspeakably horrifically in a bathroom at school by a boy wearing a skirt pretending to be a girl. He also knows that same boy was found guilty in court yesterday. He also knows that same boy sexually molested another girl when he was put in another school. But Barack Obama... To acknowledge such would be to embolden the viewpoints of Republican challenger Glenn Youngkin, which Barack Obama cannot do. So he's going to make his moral superiority to you glaringly evident. We don't have time to be wasting on these phony, trumped-up culture wars, this fake outrage that that right-wing media peddles to juice their ratings. And the fact that he's willing to go along with it instead of talking about serious problems that actually affect serious people, that's a shame. That's not what this election's about. Well, I think it is what the election is about, and I hope that it becomes exclusively about that. I do pump the brakes on saying that I think Glenn Youngkin will win that because I just don't think he will. I know that my colleague Hugh Hewitt is saying he will or he's got a very good chance to. I'm afraid we're getting... Republican hopes up. But the mere fact that the Democrats have to fight for this governorship in a state where it should be a layup tells you how in trouble their agenda is. And again, they can't back away from the agenda. They must have the teachers unions in their corner and they cannot have the teachers unions in their corner if they don't say that parents shouldn't have any role in teaching their kids. But Barack Obama says it's a phony culture war that a daughter was raped in a bathroom by a boy? I bet it wouldn't be a phony culture war if it happened to one of his two daughters. I think most parents... In fact, I can't think of a single parent who wouldn't be concerned about that happening to their daughters if they go to school. So, you're not crazy if you don't want your daughter in the same bathroom as a boy. Barack Obama says you are, but just because he says it doesn't mean it's so. We'll talk to a school board candidate from UA about this next. Her name is Liz Easton. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.